Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Israel Adesanya, who will be fighting Alex Pereira at UFC 281, which will be going down next weekend, and what a huge fight this is, not only for the UFC, but also for Israel Adesanya, because as we all know, Alex Pereira has beaten Israel twice before, but not in MMA, in kickboxing. And this is the entire reason the UFC signed Alex and fast-tracked him to a title fight. But I also have to give credit to Alex, because... He he could have lost this fast track that the UFC gave him, but he passed all these opponents and now the UFC gets what they want by having this fight with Alex and Israel, but in MMA. And that's a huge difference. This fight's going to be taking place in MMA. It's not just striking. And it honestly makes me wonder what not only Israel is going to do in this fight, but also Alex. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if either man tries to bring the other down just to try to change it up and do something that the other is not anticipating. Because I think everyone is anticipating that these two are going to make it a kickboxing fight in the MMA cage. And who knows, maybe that will be the case, which will be very fun to watch. Two high-level strikers going up against each other. And then when we also consider how huge of a middleweight Alex Pereira is, this is going to be a different type of opponent for Israel, who usually has the size advantage over his opponents. And we all saw how much troubles he had when he had to fight another large opponent in Jan Bohovic when Israel moved up to 205 to try to capture Jan's light heavyweight championship. So I'm very interested to see what's going to happen when Israel fights Alex in MMA. Because like I said, Alex beat him twice in kickboxing and one of those was a brutal knockout. And that's a highlight that not only is going to be forever on Alex's career highlights, but also one that is hyping up this fight big time. But despite this storyline, this is a huge fight, not only for the middleweight division, the UFC, but Israel Adesanya. You know, I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot that Israel was still going to be fighting before the end of the year. And because of that, in my last video, I didn't really take that into consideration when it came to the best fighter of 2022. Because Israel has had a great 2022 so far. A win in a rematch over Robert Whitaker, which was a fairly close fight. Some say that Robert did enough to win that one. But in the end, I thought Israel did a little bit more. And I thought it was the right decision for him to reclaim his belt after that fight. And then there was that title defense against Jared Cannonier, which was very one-sided, but man, what a boring fight that was. I gotta admit that. And you know what? I do give respect to Israel for fighting smart, fighting safe, and not fighting just for the sake of being entertaining, because that could get a fighter into troubles, whether that's getting caught or just taking damage in general. The way Israel has fought in these past two fights is needed to be done in order to have a long title reign, which he currently has right now. But we still have to admit it was not fun to watch especially when you have Israel hyping himself up so much saying that's going to be a highlight reel finish a very impressive performance and don't get me wrong it is very impressive what he does he's more of a defensive fighter and that's because none of his opponents want to move forward and attack because one mistake and it's over for them and I think that's a very smart way to fight and if it works for Israel why not do it but he shouldn't be surprised about the criticism that he gets about not being an enter entertaining fighter. Something that George St. Pierre, when he was the welterweight champion, received a lot of. But in the end of the day, we look at GSP as one of the greatest of all time, and in my opinion, the greatest of all time. In the moment, these performances aren't the most entertaining, but in retrospect, these fighters get the respect because the number of title defenses don't lie. The wins over against these names don't lie. So what Israel is doing is the George St. Pierre route. Fighting safe, fighting smart, and holding onto his belt for 
for a very long time, which I applaud, especially in a time where fighters are always trying to move up divisions or not defend their belt enough in their own division. And look, Israel did that. Israel moved up to 205 to try to become the light heavyweight champion. But once that didn't work, he got right back into business at 185. And so far, he has proven that he is one of the best fighters, not only at middleweight, but also in MMA today. But back to fighter of the year for 2022. Israel still has one more fight. And if he wins this fight, it will be three title defenses for him this year, which is huge when we compare it to Alexander Volkanovsky, who defended his belt twice. And that's the fighter that I chose as my fighter of the year for 2022. And to be honest, I think it may even still stand that way after this fight between Israel and Alex. Because yes, three title defenses to two is a difference. And that will give Israel the edge when it comes to fighter of the year for 2022. But like I said in my last video, we also have to take into account the performances that these two fighters put on. Israel, yes, he got the win, but wasn't the most entertaining wins. He didn't make a true statement like Alexander Volkanovsky did in his two title defenses against the Korean Zombie and Max Holloway. Like after those wins for Volkanovsky, I was just like, damn, this guy truly is the best fighter in MMA today. And don't get me wrong, Israel having a close fight with Robert Whitaker in the rematch is understood because Robert is a very good fighter. And yes, it wasn't the most entertaining fight, but in the end of the day, Israel beat him again. But I think what really hurt him was that title defense over Jared Cannonier because it really should have been one of those fights where Israel showed why he should be the best. And once again, don't get me wrong, a one-sided win over Jared is very impressive, but not as impressive when we compare Volkanovsky's win over the Korean Zombie, which was a fight that many expected him to win, but he really showed why there are levels to this. Yes, Israel showed that there are levels to this when it came to his fight against Jared, but not to the same degree as Volkanovsky. But now with this upcoming fight against Alex Pereira, Israel can make that statement. Not only could he have one more title defense over Volkanovsky, but he can show everyone why they were so excited about him in the first place. Because on Israel's come up, this guy was so entertaining and the hype was real due to not just finishing his opponents, but even when it went to the decision, he put on a show. But man, after that fight against Kelvin Gastelum, I feel like that's what really began to change him. He began to fight smarter and because of that, he was safer and wasn't taking as many risks as before. Yes, he had that impressive win over Paulo Costa, which reminded people why they love him so much. But when you look at the title defenses against Yoel Romero, Marvin Vittori in their rematch, even this rematch with Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier, I could admit these weren't the most entertaining fights. And although Israel still holds on to the belt today, his stock definitely has taken a hit because people pay to see him in the main event and they get an unsatisfying fight. I understand the frustration in that. And that's something that GSP got a lot of as well. But like they always say, a fighter is always remembered by their last fight. And with 2022 coming to a close, Israel could be remembered again as that exciting fighter if he puts a statement in a win over Alex Pereira. Like let's say he knocks out Alex Pereira that would be enough of a statement. Even if it was a one-sided decision, I think that would be good as well. Winning either way, in my opinion, would make Israel the fighter of the year for 2022. But I'm still iffy about that because the two performances that Alex put on this year against the Korean Zombie and Max Holloway were very impressive. And both of them were impressive in their own right. Made a huge statement over both guys, but especially Max Holloway, who had two very close fights with Alexander originally. But man, the contrast
contrast from those two fights to the third one was huge and it really showed how much Volkanovski has grown as a fighter but man numbers don't lie and three title defenses to two would be huge especially if Israel puts on a statement in a win against Alex Pereira and I don't know if he will make that statement but I do think he will win this fight because yes although Alex has defeated him in kickboxing twice this is MMA there are so many more things that could be done compared to kickboxing and I truly believe both fighters will utilize that in their fight and because Israel has more experience as an MMA fighter he's going to have the edge in this matchup against Alex Pereira so I do think Israel will come out with the win at UFC 281 but at the same time I wouldn't be surprised if Alex shocks the world the man's striking is incredible and it's not like he's going up against a high level wrestler or grappler in Israel Adesanya plus Alex has been training with the former UFC light heavyweight champion Glover Teixeira and who knows what Glover has been teaching Alex Glover is a very smart fighter and I believe that fight IQ is going to be a huge factor for Alex going into this fight so although I think Israel is the bigger favorite there is still that chance that Alex could get it done and I think that's another reason why this fight is so intriguing but what do you think will Israel Adesanya defeat Alex Pereira and if he does would you consider him as the fighter of the year for 2022 but that's a lot for now so I'll see you in my next one